Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Ya yo, ya yo, everyone. The Yonko table has set sail into the open seas yet again for the proud family, louder and prouder. This episode was chock full of references. And uh, in case you can't tell by our backgrounds, we're, <laughs> oh man, we loved what they referenced in this week's episode. And uh, we got a lot more to say about the actual plot of the episode, the characters introduced and everything. But before we go deep into this, with me as always is fellow yonko grandmaster who grandmaster i I see that we're seeing eye to eye on these references our hearts are aligned it's simple and clean simple and clean it's like a sanctuary (laughs) don't think twice about it okay but let me face my fears Was yes. that was that the reference that sold you? Was that the one that? <laughs> yes, yes, this did because um, I saw it and I was like, I know those stairs. Wait a minute, that's a palpu fruit. I'm like, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. And you know what's crazy? Um, man, let me pull up her name. I this girl who writes for the proud family brianna williams she's a story artist on there i i follow her on twitter and uh you know she posts about the proud family all the time i saw that she's a big kingdom Hearts stand i did i noticed that yeah right and i think they asked her just like willy-nilly like hey who should you who should we uh have kg playing what should kg be playing you know and i i think she's the one that said kingdom hearts she did no she did i i know which tweet you're talking about um she said a lot of the staff uh you know the the younger staff from our generation that's part of the proud family she said a lot of them are jrpg fans they're they're literally playing games all the time (laughs) crazy crazy and then obviously they probably grew up in the era because this is straight kingdom hearts one you know yes (laughs) this is destiny islands this is uh oh my god what's that realm called the Oh, it's it's a name. They always call it something. Uh, I I saw someone say it. I forget the name. It's like something with the hearts. Uh, Just forget uh, it. Forget it. It's the tutorial. It's the the tutorial. Yeah, it's the tutorial, right? And, you know, yeah, they're walking through and Sora, you know, which one do you want? You want magic, strength, or defense? Did anyone ever pick defense? I've picked defense before. Really? You whack the heartless with the shield. 
Uh, oh, wow. I think I've always picked offense. I mean, that is what the fool would pick. Nonsense. Little did you Maybe know magic would mode. come in probably the most. Magic comes in the most handy. That is true. But Probably the most useful in the first game, yeah. Yes, in the first game. Uh, but, hey, we digress. Um, we have digressed. Yes, I know. But that's what they do to us. They This 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 kind of fandom, They I, we appreciate it. That's what we want. That's what we want out of a proud family episode. 10 out of 10. Make make your Kingdom Hearts references, and you already got a W in our books. Correct. Uh, but there is a plot around this episode. There is a story going on with the Proud Family, uh, Louder and Prouder, Episode 8. Uh, honestly, I... I feel like this episode was probably the most balanced in recent weeks. You know, I feel like it balanced the comedy pretty well. I like the intro <clears throat> and I feel like that's the thing that the proud family, uh, louder and prouder has done well, regardless of what, uh, we think about any episode, their intros slap really hard. You know, like even if I'm not a fan of the episode or, or the direction it goes in, um, the intros usually are pretty good. And this one, I, I, I mean, I feel like it's no exception. How do we start off uh, this week? Um, they're in class, their teacher is out. And here comes Miss Hill, played by Tiffany Haddish. I, I recognized her voice. I oh, knew right off page. rip. How could you not? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, I, we know there was plenty of guest stars coming. So here she is. Um, and I think she's always been a fan of the proud family uh i mean she's not our age but you know she was a fan she also had a little guest star on that so raven so she's been around oh Disney. she did she did uh wait re like recent episode of that so no, the new i'm sorry the old that's so raven the really? old really she was yeah. around that long ago yeah 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 you could wow. look it up it's like celebrities uh who weren't celebrities at the time guest starring in these old shows and she's in an episode so uh wow. makes sense rightfully so she's yeah. coming to proud family again uh as we heard from our you know interview from calvin people the celebrities they come to proud family sometimes they don't have to go looking so i imagine this the same case here so uh yeah she uh miss hill just seems unlikable uh comes in and uh just uh <laughs> makes her presence known in these kids you know uh and bam uh you go you get everybody detention for sneezing from sneezing to shishin to uh just about everything um yeah i would say yeah i would agree too it's it was a really balanced episode um and the intros i i think i think they do they set up the plot very well um of the episode i think right, that's where, right I, I think that's where they always lure me in because like oh tiffany haddish i'm here uh, let's see what happens with her. Let's see what she does. Um, I will just say, do they always knock it out of the park for me? Um, not necessarily. However, I will say I am still satisfied. I watched this episode twice. I was satisfied because I like the balance of the episode. I like what they do, and we'll get into what I thought they could have done better. But um, for for the most part, yeah. I, I think I we're on the, the same episode. page on, on what they could have done better. Yes, yeah, I, I, I think we're gonna. I, think we I, are. <laughs> I feel like right, right, but yeah, let's keep going. Um, but uh, as you said, this is a more balanced episode, and both in terms of you know the themes that they tackle with, you know, with the comedy and kind of like the the serious tone a little bit. But I feel like they also balance the uh, the dynamics between the Prouds and 
the friends, Penny's friends. I feel like you got scenes and interactions on both sides. Penny interacting with her friends, and I put friends in quotation. I put friend in quotation marks because as soon, oh, I might be jumping ahead. I'm I'm jumping ahead a little bit. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, but oh, okay. I think you know. I think you know. But <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Um, but we have a balance with her friends interacting with her and how they're handling Miss Hill. And then you have the interactions with uh, Penny's family, the Prouds, and their interactions also with uh, Miss Hill. And I liked how this episode realized that that was the main plot of the episode. And they made sure that the B plot, which was, uh, what was it, Zoe? Zoe to, and Bobby. Zoe and Bobby. Zoe and Bobby. I like how they recognize that it was a b plot and didn't try to like shove it into like main plot territory with this because i think there was like an episode or two like a couple weeks ago that we said that about where the b plot was like fighting with the a plot to try yeah, yeah and, we like, said we, we said that about the the uh the ride share episode um you know right, it was like right oscar uh like they were going back and forth with oscar and mr chips and it just, yeah, it didn't really fit. This one definitely fit more uh, with Zoe and Bobby, just, yeah, being the B plot. And then it did come, it came full circle better than that episode, the, the rideshare episode, yes. you know? It made, it fit naturally that, you know, uh, the pep rally would serve as the culminating point where the plots converge, you know? It, it right. didn't seem, it didn't seem like out of place. It made sense that, you know, Penny's using the pep rally to, you know, rally to a cause. And then that's also where Zoe's going to do her, um, you know, be the, whatchamacallit, the major, yeah, drum the drum major. major. Which I don't know when Zoe initially started dancing. I don't know if they were making small references to the Proud Family movie. Listen, some, of, okay. some of the animation looked like she was like doing some of the moves from the, because, you know, in the Proud Family uh, movie, I think they did motion capture or something for the <laughs> dance movements. <laughs> Where all, all the all the kids, right? All the kids and some of the peanut characters, they they got their groove on, and Zoe was the one that threw down the hardest, apparently, in the movie. So I don't know if her learning some of these dance moves was in reference to the Proud Family movie. I don't know. I saw it, and I'm like, hey, is this is that a reference? I don't know. I don't know if you got the same thing. Listen, all I gotta say is I've been like, like debating this in my head, but the Proud Family movie is non-canon. It is non-canon to the mainstream Proud Family. And it feels weird to say because Proud Family, you know, is Proud Family. It's not necessarily serialized or- It's not, dra know. It's not Dragon Ball Z or I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Naruto, there's, which is yeah, the canon timeline, which is filler. Exactly, exactly. But. The Proud Family movie, Penny was turning 16. Penny is 14 in this series, you know. Um, Zoe could dance in the Proud Family movie. Now Zoe doesn't know how to dance anymore. And it's cultural appropriation <laughs> to teach her how to according dance. According to Maya. According to Maya, but she needs it. So um, Proud Family movie is non-canon. It's non-canon. We can't reference it anymore. It's, it's throw it out. Throw it out. And I think Get they honestly wanted to throw it out too. 
Oh, to what, a degree. The, the the creators? Yes, to a degree. To a degree. Not a huge degree, but it's non candy. I see. I see. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I guess we'll have to accept that the Proud Family movie is the Dragon Ball GT of the Proud Family canon. That's a good um, way to put it. <laughs> but uh, so what happens? The main plot kicks off. Miss Hill is coming in. She's what? The new teacher? For no, I, I think she's a, a sub. She's, uh, I think what she was what, and again, see, look, I like this episode. This, yeah, this, you should relate to this I, a lot. I, I mean, I don't relate. I mean, not much, relate, not relate. Yeah, but yeah, like, I can have I can, some insight. I have some insight. I think Miss Hill is a paraprofessional, so they are the ones who, if you can't get a sub, uh, they they support in the front office, they support in the classrooms, they support in the you know exceptional student uh, unit so okay paraprofessional it sounded like miss hill already worked on staff and they couldn't get a sub so here she is uh subbing for their health class and it, you know a lot of times uh to be honest uh paraprofessionals because they are paraprofessionals some get good uh, from what i've seen in my years of teaching some get respect some don't and i mean that that's kind of with the territory you know Right. If you don't build a good relationship with the children, you're not going to probably get the respect you want. Or, you know, you'll just be looked at as this mean teacher, which these kids look at her as a mean teacher. So, um, so what? Uh, yeah, she's in detention. Penny leaves her phone in detention and she has to go get it back. And let's talk about that stealth suit. What the heck is going oh on? Oh my here? God. That <laughs> suit. I want to know how much Penny charged on uh, Oscar's, on Oscar's <laughs> credit card. Yes, that suit could do everything. That suit. Why are you in school anymore? You might as well work for the CIA. You might as well break into Fort Knox for that thing. <laughs> it's uh, just insane. What it had a, it had a, it had it literally had a mode and gadget for every scenario. It had a pill bug mode for. Uh, dodging lasers and infiltration um it had a the superior kevin hart for the kevin hart mode you gonna learn today <laughs> you gonna learn today <laughs> i like that line i like oh that line. my yes i like i like that too and then of course they paired the kevin hart mode with the rock mode because they, they just love being in movies together um that's right that's right um but also tarantula mode what was the deal with that? Okay. I think they're low-key trying to reference Miles Morales. Low-key. Low-key? Low-key. Very, very low? Very low-key. A spider? Why a spider? First of all. Because um, spiders I mean, can the, stick to walls? If the stealth suit can do all that, why become a spider to sneak out your house? And then two, it could turn invisible. Miles Morales has invisibility. I'm calling it right now, and I'll tweet okay. them later. That it's a low-key, low-key reference to Miles Morales. I'm calling it. Okay. So what? Are we gonna get a tweet from uh, Brianna saying that they were at the staff was asked which superhero should uh, Penny turn into, or which which superhero should we have her stealth suit, you know, pay homage to? And they're like, Miles Morales. Oh, for sure. Invisibility, for sure. spider, stick to walls. The yeah, whole that's shit, it. The that's, whole nine that's, yeah, that's it. That's literally it. That's all you needed. 
That's okay. all you needed. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what she catches Miss Hill, uh, as they put it, um, what's that word? Oh gosh, brain fart. Uh, what do you call it when people stay at the house or stay a place? Oh, squatting, squatting. squatting. She's squatting. She's squatting. She's squatting. She's squatting. No, for sure. Like, re- literally, when I saw her in the teacher's lounge, and you know, it looked like she lived there. You know, she had the she was in her pajamas. She had the avocado facial mask. In my head, I thought ahead, like of where the plot might go, and I was thinking, wow, this might be one of those sadder episodes of the proud family. I'm just thinking like ahead of the game, like we're only five minutes in and I'm like, is this going to be a tearjerker? Is this going to be one of those episodes? So I, ha- I set my expectations really high for the remainder of the episode. Cause I, I knew it was like, wow. So they're going to tackle something like really real in, in this episode of the proud family. I don't know if in your experience you ever like, uh, like met anyone that had to go through that, like as a teacher or uh, if you I mean, like, heard like heard down the line or heard through the grapevine of someone that you know may have done that. I don't. I don't know about squatting. However, uh, you know, Miss Hill was having her car troubles, and, and again, this whole thing just made me think. I was like, oh my gosh, pay the teachers the wages they deserve. I know of some teachers who have car problems to the point where, I mean, jokingly they say, you know. We'll go to the kindergarten rooms, pull out one of the little bedtime mats. But I knew I knew, I do know some teachers who have done that. But I, wow. I, I don't think I don't think because, you know, they were homeless. But I do. Right. I, it's it's like a thing. It is a thing for sure. Like stay late enough. Nobody says anything. The custodians don't say anything. You know, it is what it is. They lock the doors. They lock the gates. And if you happen to be in your room, you happen to be in your room. It's not like they have nighttime security. So, right. It's not it's not crazy to think. But I I too thought this was going to be a heavier kind of heavier topic episode. Um right. and and of course it kind of played out similarly to our other heavier topic episode, father figures, you know. Word gets out of course through Dejanay. Listen, uh, man. <laughs> Dijonay, Axe Dijonay, man, this is ridiculous. Axe, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, I literally, as soon as Penny told the rest of them what Miss Hill was going through, the first thought that came to mind, that I already know what's going to happen. Dijonay, Dijonay is going to be the problem. She even hesitated too, to keep the secret. Um, like yeah. Penny did or, or Dijonay? No, Dijonay. Dijonay, like she she looked like she went a little there's some hesitation in oh, doing that. Oh, oh. I need to watch the episode again. I didn't yeah, there that. there was a slight hesitation. I will say this. I did laugh at the program that Dijonay is a part of. Snitches to riches. <laughs> Snitches to <laughs> That that was funny. That was funny. That, that was funny. Yeah. And what did she win for that? Didn't she get like a She got her lunch she got her lunchroom debt paid off. Lunchroom debt. As if I mean, I'm imagining if it's a debt. <laughs> Good God. It had to be yeah, like what the heck are they thousands eating of dollars? Yeah. Right. They must be eating some quality food, some five star restaurant type meals. Or I guess because she she has like nine siblings, right? She did. She mentioned that she's like, I got nine brothers and sisters. So I, I mean, uh, to each their own. But dang, you know, Zang, it's really hard Zang. to trust Dijonay <laughs> sometimes. Uh, 
but he has not been able to keep a secret what season if there is one character to not keep the secret <laughs> i guess it has to be dijanae there it would sure. be nobody else she's the gossip girl which is funny it's like you would i don't know i kind of expect that from la cienega you know just because she she has that mentality of like being the the frenemy the the or like the the anti hero i guess in the group compared to everyone else right everyone else seems to be on the same page friendly with each other but then she's the one that treats everyone like a punching bag so i thought she was going to be the one to uh or not that I expected her to be, I, I could see her being the one to rat everything out, right? No, I definitely see Dijanae as the one. No, like, I mean, in the sense that, yes, Dijanae has a track record of letting this stuff go out. But uh, I don't know, La Cienega's always just mean to everyone. I could see her doing it. But because, at least so far, La Cienega has not had a track record of leaking stuff out like that so far. At least, I don't think so, right? I, really I just see La Cienega, unless it is personally affecting her, she doesn't really show her mean streak. Um, but even when something is personally affecting her, she addresses it with that person, not with like kind of everybody else. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It's like it has to be directly impacting her for her to address it in her La Cienega way. Um, Dijanae is the only one I could see who's dumb enough or like insensitive enough to very like, insensitive very. right it's super insensitive um but that's you know again they're all kids they're all 14 they all make mistakes you know uh hopefully they learn something from it I hope uh, they penny, do <laughs> I hope they do too I mean penny penny as well you know penny is over here like Mrs. Hill you got a microwave in your car uh and she's like Oh yeah, you know, because I want to eat hot pockets on the road. <laughs> and she's like, "You're not very smart, are you?" And like, sometimes Penny is kind of dumb. It's like, she "Come on, Penny, use your brain." Like, put it together. She's living out of her car. Come on, like, <laughs> is that not obvious here? So, oh my god. Um, but you're right. Like, it does. I mean, because of Dijanae's loose lips, uh, <laughs> it results in. Uh, Miss Hill getting fired from her job. She's now homeless, or I guess, yeah, yeah, she, she's homeless now. She has nowhere to go. And this is where, this is where it kind of lost me a little bit because I was on board all the way up until like around this portion of the episode, um, which is right. So Penny offers up her place um, for Miss Hill to come in stay the night because she realizes it's all her fault. It's all Penny's fault that Miss Hill is in the situation that she's in. Um, but Miss Hill keeps her mean streak on, like for the rest of the episode. You, you know what I mean? Like I expected like a, a change in tone at this point where you see maybe reasons why she is the way that she is uh, because, you know, life in general is not going her way like for the last like i don't know a couple years months whatever uh but she comes into the proud family house and she's demanding things from sugar mama and trudy this is where you lost me sugar mama and trudy would beat that ass before ever letting some stranger into their house demanding them to like 
I don't know, take classes, do homework. Classes, do right. all this. And I guess that just plays into the proud family absurdity. Like, oh yeah, look at how absurd this is. Some stranger is now giving homework to Trudy and Oscar in their own home. That's crazy. But I don't know. I felt like it was a little out of character. I don't know if this was maybe the same scene that you're talking about where it kind of lost you a little bit. At least for me, this is where it was for me. Yeah, no, um, I think one thing they just forgot to do was characterize Miss Hill. We don't know why she's homeless, you know. We just, I mean, and I guess, you know, in the big scheme of it all, you don't really need to know why someone's homeless. They just are homeless. But also, you know, yes, these people took her in. You think she'd show a little more gratitude um, <laughs> to the people who took you in, who they didn't have to take. And Oscar was actually, you know, very against it, you know. Very. <laughs> uh, Trudy, <laughs> see, I laughed at this. Uh, Trudy was like, Oscar, this is what we taught Penny to be kind and charitable to others. And Oscar's like, we lied. <laughs> Straight to the point. Get her out right. of my house. But yeah, um, yeah, it, it didn't really work for me. It was funny to watch. I thought it was funny for her to, you know, put them through the rigor of academics. Again. Right, right. And also Trudy, Trudy was just being pledged, like straight up pledged. That is. Oh, the the, like, the the planking? Yeah, the, the planking. She was doing the wall sit. She's like, are you ready to join us? You know, <laughs> she's being she was being pledged. But um, speaking from experience, I um, the fifth. <laughs> Um, interesting. interesting. I plead a fifth, but um, yeah. I guess the biggest thing for me too was just um, I mean, I took it. She really loves teaching, but then they don't, they don't, they don't hone in on that. You know, they don't hone in on her situation. They don't hone in that she really enjoys teaching. They kind of just, it's like ah, it was just like ah, like ah, give me some, give me some depth. I yeah, because like, I I wanted to like Miss Hill. Like I wanted to like a side of her, like, because I thought what they were gonna do was she has this layer of, uh, you know, being mean and, you know, not being a, a happy teacher. She, she's very stern with her students. But I thought once Penny started living with her, like an onion, it starts peeling back the layers to right, her character. Right. She was gonna unravel the, you know, her character. Oh my God. And, and, and I'm thinking about like, man, they could have, if they had done that, I I really think because I still enjoy this episode um, more than you know I would say like the last couple weeks even. But if they had unraveled uh, Miss Hill's character, I think this could be up there with Father Figures. Father Figures still at the top, baby. We're still yes. at the top. Father yes. Figures still at the top. Uh, but I think if they had just done a little bit more with Miss Hill, oh my god, I. This could have been one of those episodes, man. It's like, oh god, yeah. it it could have, and it 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 really shows where they kind of misstepped just a bit, just like because from there we just see Penny and the gang now. Just, I mean, it was kind of really easy for them to come up with a plan to help her. It just made a <laughs> see. I like this little stuff like this, like the joke, the little uh, plays. broke no joke, yeah, broke <laughs> which no. is just. Broke no joke. What is just a, a GoFundMe page, right? Um, right. And I like. Did you did you notice how um, it's supposed to start at zero, but like hers was at negative seventy five? Yes, I did. I did. I did see that, and I was like, oh man, they really don't. 
like this teacher and oh my gosh even the principal doesn't like the teacher miss uh, hill tower miss hightower yeah well, she hightower, doesn't like, hightower yeah miss hightower she doesn't like her either because quiet know. down you future mall cops <laughs> <laughs> and then you know uh yeah she shoved benny off stage saying no one cares um but and then yeah right i honestly don't really remember much other than they came up with that idea and they did it they showed they presented it at the pep rally and that was kind of it and bam it was over it was done yeah it kind of uh, wrapped up pretty quick i mean it, it's like you said earlier that's when the b plot starts integrating into the main plot right. where uncle bobby is teaching um zoe how to be i guess or yeah g- giving her like funky town uh you know beats i really enjoyed the b plot uh, it was i liked it too that's see that reminds me of like game of thrones it's like who can we pair together who you would never expect to be paired together yeah what like what kind of pairing it like i like it i like i like the pairing but like that's not the first thing you think of zoe Ever. and uncle bobby what? zoe and uncle bobby where right. is that gonna go yeah yeah no and i mean uh i definitely laughed at you know uh he was like i gotta show you my prerogative bobby brown um so if you know that song britney spears infamously uh covered that song oh Uh, and zoe mentioned it she's like oh the britney spears song Mm -mm, right (laughs) hilarious that is that is funny i love that that is a really funny thing because i forgot that was a thing but i also understand that might be a generation's first introduction to that song my prerogative and then you got bobby over here uh right 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 I, i and i get it i get it um but then bobby over here is like yeah child what are you talking about like you know he's about to get her up out the house for saying some blasphemy like that um but yeah it's just a okay a couple of things too did you ever think bobby would have bobby went to college i never thought bobby went to college i know ne- um, zoe was just as surprised as the rest of us actually wait who was it zoe that was surprised or dejanay dejanay was dejanay like, dejanay yeah DJ. okay bobby went to college <laughs> I thought the same thing. I thought Bobby was a bum. I thought, I mean, that's how he was always played out. It made it seem like <laughs> he never went to school, or rather, he probably went to like high school max. And after that, he kind of just leached off a of sugar mama. And it's funny because if that's the case, it's more hilarious that sugar mama views him as the, the favorite prodigy son, child right. mm-hmm. <laughs> compared to Oscar, who has his own home, has his family uh his own career who went to school yeah right right i just find that hilarious but yeah uncle bobby he went to school and uh did they say what school he went to he was wearing orange and green so i'm guessing the writing staff has to be a famu alum really oh yes it was straight if it weren't for the colors i would think it could be any other school or just uh, you know hbcu in general He's wearing orange and green. Bobby is a rattler. He's a famu. He's right. Yes. That's what I took from it. I love for someone to correct me if I'm wrong, but that was my okay. takeaway. Uh, which again, to, I think. Did, did they say what he went to school for or that he just went to went to college? I mean, he was a drum major, so I imagine he got a scholarship. Oh, in, oh okay. Okay. Yeah, he, I he was in the band. So right. I, yeah, I, again, 
never i mean it makes sense if bobby did go to college he was in the band you know oh, okay which i can i can totally see i can i can see that i i didn't see the college part but now if, okay if he did go to college he was in the band um but um yeah no they didn't say what he went for they didn't say if he finished i'm gonna take it that he didn't finish i don't know i don't know maybe bobby is smarter than we we just never knew maybe he's a genius maybe and maybe he's just you know lazy and loves his mother so much that he yeah just mooches off of her and keeps it moving right but, and i like how they try to integrate the a plot and the b plot together by having uncle bobby have previous relations with miss hill from right i like that too i that was that was random but yeah it added it allowed sugar mama to have some say in the matter right she was pissed she was <laughs> pissed at this girl i kind of wanted a little more from sugar mama to see what else she was gonna say but I also thought it was funny because she's like, well, you came and ruined the prom because uh, you came and had to cut Bobby's steak and you took my <laughs> corsage. And it just makes sense because Bobby is a mama's boy. That's right. Sugar Mama's a little overprotective of Bobby. And mm -hmm. I can understand this discourse they have. They're peeling back some layers that we've never seen before. Ooh. Peeling back the layers of a B plot character, and right? Not the A plot, right? Interesting. Very interesting. I I like that. I liked how um, how do you call? It? I think I think what even was it Sugar Mama or Bobby that had like the the reel of photos that had um the Miss Hill's face scratched out? Was it Bobby? Sugar Mama had it. Sugar, Sugar Mama. Mama. So Sugar she Mama <laughs> she scratched out that girl's face out of out of those pictures of Bobby. Correct. Oh, that was funny. I kind of wanted to pause the scene too to maybe see if one of those photos referenced anything. Um, oh, now that you mentioned it, I've, now I want to go back and look. Because there were a lot. There were a lot of photos. Were, there were. There were. So actually, yeah, I want to go back and look at that. Um, but yeah, I, I see, when that's what I'm talking about, balance. We got a lot more interaction with Sugar Mama, Trudy, uh, this episode. I mean, it was very brief, but I like seeing them being more incorporated into the store i feel it's this new series has been very heavy on the friends penny and her friends right that, uh, sometimes the adults get you know left in the dust um so right, that's right that's one thing i really did like about this episode i like seeing how the family deals with uh these things uh or just you know the plot in general how they're incorporated into the plot but right. um yeah speaking of the ending though but yeah how did you feel about you know, Zoe did her thing. Zoe yeah, her it, thing. it went viral. She, they get Miss Hill a million bucks. And then bam. It's over. <laughs> I I don't know what to say. I mean, again, it, it just goes back to, I feel like, I feel like the payoff at the end would have been, you know, it would have felt more rewarding uh had they done what we mentioned earlier if, you, if they had built off of mrs hill's character beforehand because now once they present like even even when penny presented the money to her uh she's like miss hill we did it we got you like a million dollars she still had this this front going on like penny you're you're full of it stop lying to me and i'm yeah, like she said, i ain't boo boo the fool i ain't boo boo the fool <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, come on. Like, I get it. It's, it's at first unbelievable, but I feel like, you know, maybe if they had characterized her a little bit more earlier, uh, you know, this scene could have hit a lot more because maybe that distrust that she has for Penny presenting her something that, uh, you know, that generous, maybe it's something from her past. Maybe, I don't know, like a past relative, family, friend, like try to help her or something. And they end up stabbing her in the back. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just throwing darts at the wall. To me, this scene would have hit a lot more because then I would have understood Mrs. Hill's character. I understand why she's distrusting the Penny. She doesn't want to outright believe her right away. And then it would have hit even more once she realized Penny is telling the truth and then she starts crying. I feel like the cry scene would have, ooh, it would have hit so much harder if I had more character to her. I don't know, like, it's not bad. I just wanted more of Miss Hill. You know what I mean? And it's- No, it's no. Like, yeah, go ahead. I, no, no, I know exactly what you mean because I mean, you nailed it on the head. There was a miss, uh, they, they play Miss Hill for laughs versus an actual character. Um, you know, we didn't really get to see, and, and that's the thing too, if they didn't want to really tackle the issue of homelessness, that's okay, you know? If they wanted to just, you know, just show what it would be like if a teacher lived in the proud house, what it would be like, they did it. Good job, it was funny. Good we definitely if. laughed. Yeah. Or if you wanna, if they wanted to show kids rallying together to help a teacher in need they did it because they did it but like the kids didn't really help her yeah, in the really. beginning <laughs> they're like no, no we, they hate really her. we hate yes, her yes. it was yes. only because of zoe they're like oh, okay all right yeah 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 and that's the other part too it was like the resolution wasn't even about the problem <laughs> they, they were sending money because they saw the link because they were watching Zoe, which is and how do like, they how do they even link that together? I don't like, know. I have no that, idea. That, I have no that's idea. that's one part I felt like at first I thought that I missed. Where I'm like, am I missing so how how is how are the donations being tied to Zoe dancing on stage? You know what I, I mean? Like I took it as Zoe's dancing in front of the majorettes and the band and whatnot, and the video went viral in the. In the post, the bio of the video, it probably says link to the uh, Broke No Joe wow. page. That's how I took it. That's how I took it. Um, but uh, my, okay. And I don't, and I don't want to do this a lot, but okay. So there is a episode in the original series. Uh, do you remember the Kwanzaa episode? I remember there was a Kwanzaa episode. I remember seeing Oscar in the, um, the outfit, oh, right? I, right, I, yeah. I don't know what like you the dashiki, the dashiki. The dashiki, right. I remember yeah. seeing Oscar in that. I don't remember what the plot was, but I remember it existing. I, I know it was a thing. So that episode centered around homelessness and they actually tackled it oh, very well, you know? Like they addressed a lot of and maybe they weren't trying to retread the same ground, but right, right. That that episode is a I mean, again, if that wasn't their goal, then that's okay. But if that was their goal, they missed the mark. But that episode did a really good job of just, you know, they went to the shelter. Um, they saw how people were living at the shelter. They um, they brought in the homeless people played by Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, my Vivica God. Fox, I, I remember now. now right. Yeah. And, and Raven. Core memory. Right, right. Right. And, 
you know, they did ask them questions, stuff like, you know, what do y'all do for a living? And the mom's like, I'm a teacher. Uh, oh, wow. I just connected that right there. The mom Ooh. said she was a teacher. Right. Wow. Um, and then the dad was a construction worker, but you know, they were between jobs and they were between houses. Uh, and then, you know, at the end of the episode, it was revealed that, you know, they're spirits, so they're not actual people, but they were posing as homeless people, actual homeless people. And then Oscar met the real homeless people and he put him in touch with Felix so the construction worker could get a job. Right, 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 right. Right, right. So there, I feel this, and I don't think about this overall with the new series because I mean, father figures, and I don't want to keep referencing father figures. It's the pinnacle of this series. It you is. Have, it's the benchmark. It is. Well, okay, father figures, and um, it all started with an orange basketball. Yes, yes. Nailed. That was episode three. Three, three. Yeah. Those episodes nailed, like, just, you know, kind of delivering the message in a comedic way and still making it work without losing sight of what you're trying to do. I felt this episode could have, like we've been saying. It, it could have. It could have been. It could have been. It could have been. And it, it didn't. It's unfortunate. It's not necessarily the worst thing in the world. Um it is but one yes. of the better episodes, I think. Like yes, it, it's it's still a good episode. I still enjoyed right. watching it. It just, again, if that was their intention to deliver this message about homelessness and what people go through, specifically teachers, I don't know. They missed the mark. <laughs> because a million dollars, what is she's not going to go back to going to go teach? Even if they did oh, take yeah. out, even she's if no they did take out fifteen percent of you know. Yeah, I, I like I, I, I like how uh what, what was it um uh KG KG he, he, he kind of threw that in there as if it was gonna be a big deal fifteen percent of a million dollars she Miss Hill is set okay right right she ain't going back to teaching yes she is not man they got her, they got her a house and then some and then so was the then some uh Uncle Bobby because Uncle Bobby latched <laughs> on real quick right right so. I yeah. mean, my God. Uh, but um, I mean, again, like like we said, the the jokes, a lot of the jokes landed. They were really good. Um, you know, Wizard Kelly's basically the the Disney of the Proud Family oh, universe. Oh my gosh! They, they have their oh, hand he, in everything. Disney, Jeff Bezos. Because um, what oh, he yeah. said, he said, "Thanks Wizard for ordering Plus. from Wiz." Well, there's Wizard Plus, and right. then there's Wiz Wiz Prime. Wiz Prime. Right, he right, said, right. What he said, um, something like, "Thank you for ordering from Wiz Prime. Now go handle the crime, y'all." <laughs> it was something like that. I was like, "Wait, what?" I was so confused because you didn't know it was a suit at first, and I was like, "Why do he say that? Why? Why do he tell Betty?" That? And then she stuck on the stealth suit, and she she went full Black Widow. Wait a minute, that's they, what it was referencing. The tarantula. It's referencing Black Widow. Oh, that's well, what it was. Uh, and Maya, I think Maya did call her Black Widow. She did. She, she, yeah, she did. did. She did. Yep. yep. Bam. That Miles Morales reference crumpled Kobe. Into Whatever, the, into man. Track. Whatever. Fine. You're right. You're, you're right. You're right. Black. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, overall, a, a great episode. Um. We only have two more after this. Two, two more, yeah, two more. Um, we haven't seen Little Nas so far, right? 
I think I saw the episode titles. I think he will be the finale. Okay. Because okay. it's it. I I'm if I'm not mistaken, it's called Old Town Road. Oh, spelled, that's a hundred percent him. Yeah. Well, of course, but they spelled town with an e or something. Uh, something like that. So out, old tune road. Old like old t o w n e. Oh oh e at the end. I thought you meant yeah e, yeah, like, yeah. In, instead of the o. Weird. Yeah yeah yeah. So um yeah, I'm sure we'll see him at the uh, the final one. Whatever he may be doing. Okay. Whatever he may be doing. All right. Any other guest stars left? That's the only one that I remember like significant. <laughs> Little Nas. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at it now. I see some Gabrielle Union hasn't showed up. Okay. Um, we got J. Cole in this episode, right? Did no, J. we didn't Cole? get J. Cole. They just referenced uh, 21 Savage and J. Cole's song a lot when the when Miss Hill was asking them stuff and they just kept saying a lot. Oh, um, okay, okay. Yeah, no, no, they weren't in there. <laughs> I was about no, to say, did I miss there. something? I thought there no, was. No, no, no. Uh, I see here Gabby Douglas is supposed to appear, so. Um, Which one's Oh, snap. They got like Gabby Douglas. Uh, Lori Hernandez, Dominique Dawes, a bunch of gymnasts. Maybe we'll have a gymnast episode. Ooh. They still got a number of guest stars supposed to show up. So Two um, episodes left, nine and ten. Yeah, we'll see how they do it. Um, shoot, if we don't see them, maybe they're already, you know, maybe recording for season two. Who knows? Season two, interesting. Right, right. Interesting. So we don't. Who knows? Who really knows? You know, we might get some insight. I don't know. Calvin, let us know if you're listening. <laughs> or Brianna, let us know. We're, Brianna. Let, right. <laughs> got some ideas. For sure. For sure. Um, but yeah, overall, great episode of The Proud Family. Uh, do you have any final thoughts on, I guess, the episode in general or what you expect from the last two episodes? We don't know if we're getting a season two, but. We don't know. Um, I'm, I'm sat Again, I'm satisfied. I enjoy watching it. I may be 100 percent yeah yeah I may be critical but there there are there are nuggets of there are a lot more nuggets of good than my critiques of you know my whatever the mixed things I have of to say about it so like again this Kingdom Hearts reference everybody on is talking about this Kingdom Hearts reference so. <laughs> out of the entire episode oh, out of the entire episode everything <laughs> correct correct they this is Tiffany Haddish, who cares? Kingdom <laughs> Hearts, yes. So. I think it's I think it's significant too because I we all know Kingdom Hearts is a Disney property, right? But yes. it's never really referenced in Disney products that much. It's like never, it, you don't go to Magic Kingdom and get on the 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 world that never was ride that doesn't right. exist. You you make lightsabers at Disney World. You don't make keyblades right right and like you don't i feel like this one was more of the on the nose thing um yeah. because you know i think the only other time that we've seen a kingdom hearts reference in a disney property was that uh that mickey mouse show that yeah um, that new that new age mickey mouse show You're new right. age yeah and it, it, it it's like many she has like a box of like random stuff yes. and there's a keyblade in there and there's it's like, a oh, keyblade okay. in there right that's cool but you have kg literally here playing kingdom hearts there is no denying it that's not a subtle reference in the background oh that's it yeah. that's it that is it so hey um 
more Kingdom Hearts references, please, Disney. Keep them coming. Um, and yeah, you know, like like Grandmaster Hoop was saying, we're only critical of the things that we love. We love the Proud family. And regardless of any any critiques that we might have of any of the episodes, this has probably been one of, if not the, the most successful reboots of an old IP, an old property in recent memory. I, I, I honestly can't think of an old IP that's been resurrected from the past that has been this consistently uh, good throughout its run. We're, we're already on two episodes left, right? And I don't think so far we have got left an episode thinking, man, that Proud Family episode got me tired. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> woo, I'm glad that's over. You know, like it, not a single episode has done that yet. Right. I, I feel like that's commendable because, you know, a lot of revival series, <laughs> they, they hit that, <laughs> they trip over themselves within the first like 10 minutes of the first episode. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll wait and see. Two episodes left, enjoying it while it lasts. Kingdom Hearts for the win. And just in time, coincidence for- It is a coincidence that it was not purposeful, correct? It was not purposeful for two things. A, uh, the Kingdom Hearts 20th anniversary around the corner. I think it's uh, April 10th. The anniversary event uh, around there, April 9th, April 10th. And for those of you listening to us, we have a Kingdom Hearts ranking list in the works. Be sure to tune in for that when it drops. It's already recorded, so <laughs> it's it's coming, guys. It's coming. Check out our deep dive. That's already there. Our Kingdom oh, Hearts yes, deep we are, dive. Right, right, right. We already have a Kingdom Hearts deep dive where we just give our own retrospective on how we were introduced to the series. And coming up soon and this weekend, we are going to release the ranking list where we basically rank all the Kingdom Hearts games, except for Melody and Memory. But you guys will know why that is once you hear the episode. So Kingdom Hearts for the win. It's Kingdom Hearts week this week, and we're all excited. <laughs> that's like the plot of the episode, damn it. <laughs> but that's all we have to say at the Yonko table for... Uh, Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, Episode 8. Let us know what you all think of the episode in the comments below. Whatever you're listening to this episode on, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, at The Yonko Table. Give us a like, give us a share, tell us your thoughts, and yeah, take care. I'm your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney, folks, and fellow Yonko Grandmaster Who, signing off, and take care. <laughs>